0: Hey guys, welcome to Truth Check, the podcast where we invoke critical thought and we dive deeper into scripture to answer questions that you may have in your communities that we typically have in our communities. My name is John David. This is my brother Nick. Take it away.
1: How's it going guys? Welcome back to True Check. If this is your first time tuning in here with us today, the way that things go down is I'm the fr- I'm the one who uh, asks the questions and JD is the one who answers these questions with sound biblical truth, not based off of our own opinions or our own theologies, but based off of what the Word of God says about these things and the Word of God alone. So with that, we have a pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting question that we have here today that I'm sure a lot of christians probably have asked at one point or another in their faith regardless of what denomination they are um and so that question is what was or is the importance of tongues
0: yeah yeah definitely something we run into scripture and um you know for example obviously first corinthians 12 and first corinthians 14. yeah yeah, um, yeah. you know and and we tend to fight over those things, and and we we have our majors and our extremes, and right, and obviously Paul's dealing with that in First Corinthians twelve. That's what that's what's happening, and um, you know it's sad that we we've fallen into this place where we we're instead of unifying the body and coming together and really searching out what this means, we we point the finger and
1: use division.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we we need to come back to it. So hopefully we can we can kind of hit that today. So yeah, let's me um let go to Acts 2, where it all starts, right? <laughs> cool if I nerd out for a little bit? Go ahead, go ahead. All right, cool. All right. So Acts 2, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided or cloven tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. So right there we have that that word I'm going to highlight is divided, okay? That word divided is a Greek lemma, it's diamarizo, which shows up in the Septuagint, which is, you know, the the Greek version of the Old Testament, right. which is referred to by Jesus and obviously right. Luke has something in mind here. So I'm going to read In the Septuagint, it shows up at Deuteronomy 32, 8. Okay, I'm going to read that verse. I'm going to start at 7. Remember to the days of old, consider the years of many generations. Ask your father, and he will show you. Your elder, and they will tell you. When the Most High divided their inheritance to the nations. When he separated the sons of Adam, he set boundaries of the people according to the numbers of the children of the sons of God. So we see that there was a division that took place, right? Right, right. Paul alludes to this in Acts 17 too as well. So we see that there's a division. We're gonna find out a little bit more about it right here, okay? So in Acts 2, 5, so let me just read 4. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were in Jerusalem Jews devout men from... under, or from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speaking in their own language. That word confused shows up also in the old testament. And what it is is Sunkeo, which shows up in the Septuagint, like I said, Genesis eleven seven. You know what Genesis eleven is?
1: This is the Tower of Babel.
0: Tower of Babel, exactly. So let me read the verse. Smart. Come, you are smart, brother. Right? come let us go down and down there and confuse their language that they may not understand one another so we saw that in the tower of babel they were exalting themselves right they were like let us build a city and exalt ourselves in the heavenlies and so god comes divides them and sets boundaries for them we see this in genesis 10 which is called the table of nations, which is there 70 of them. 70 obviously finds significance, you know, we can overdo that. But, but anyways, sometimes it's 72. There's, there's different, yeah, different yeah, views yeah. on this. So we see what Luke is doing in the Acts. Mm-hmm is he's he's drawing on the story right we've talked about this with with the gospel and we've talked about this with resurrection and how all this ties together that's what luke is doing he's drawing on a story and the intelligent reader of the old testament like a Jewish reader reading this would know exactly what Paul or what um Luke is doing right now he would he would be showing them that new creation has begun and God has redeemed that which he once separated yeah and this is what Luke is doing so that's the backdrop for tongues
1: just to get us started that yeah. that's super interesting honestly to see how how like he said in the tower of babel like the languages were separated right. and they were all different. But here in Acts in this moment, they all became like unified yeah, to yeah, yeah. glorify like yeah. God's name. Like it was that's that's amazing because like it you you see why it's so significant mm-hmm. and why it you know why he put it in there. Because yeah. like you said, like he didn't have to put it in yeah, there, totally. but there was such a significance that he did put it in there it's to see that like yeah. at this moment. The nations and the people coming together to glorify God. Yeah, and that's exactly tongue.
0: what they heard, right? Yeah, they heard them glorifying God, and we see this in in Act or First Corinthians fourteen. So yeah. 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 yeah, that's so good.
1: So um, another question that I kind of have is, uh, what do you think the importance back in Paul's time? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think the importance, or yeah, what do you think the importance was yeah. of tongues for? that time back then, yeah. um, just in the church for the believers and everything like that. Cause it talks about it a little bit, yeah. you know, in first Corinthians. So yeah. what do you right. think about that?
0: Yeah. So again, we could, we, we look to scripture to, to find this out and, and we got to remember that yes, like this is what Paul is writing. This was written to a specific people. So it means what it means within context to those people, but right. not forget that this is for us today as well. We are a continuation of that which God started through his Holy Spirit in the church in the first century and has continued to build upon through us in our lives today. Right. So, yes, this is totally for us. Um, I just want to say that. And and like I said, in 1 Corinthians 12, right, we we see that the Spirit is the one. In 1 Corinthians 12, 11, he says, But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he works. Wills. This is the spirit willing doing this willingly, right? Paul is emphasizing this, and then going on through all that. He's he's talking about the body being one. Can't well, right. what the foot say to the to the hand? You know, you're not of the body because you're not that. We we see him doing this, and and we have to remember that this is epistle literature, mm-hmm. and again, we are we only have half of the context, right? It's it's all like right. if somebody was listening to our podcast and only listening to me talk. And they weren't listening to you ask the questions. There would be confusion. And this is, we have to sort this out. We have to come to Scripture. We have to wrestle with it. We have to take historical context like we talked about earlier. So he goes on talking about division, trying to bring unity. And we find this beautiful poem in 1 Corinthians 13 that talks about love, which we sometimes get numb to because we talk about it so so much, right? And and Paul is really trying to unify these people. But right here, like I said in verse 11, it says, as the Spirit indiv- does, as He wills, right? right. Then Paul says in First Corinthians 14, pursue love and desire spirituality. The gifts is italicized, but especially that you may prophesy, for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God. So, who does he speak to? To God. In tongues right for no one understands him however in the spirit he speaks mysteries but he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself because that's how we praise God right we praise God and it's edifying to us to know how good God is I wish now that he says this interesting thing it's in verse 11 like I said in first Corinthians 12 he says that the spirit does these individually as he wills but then he says I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you all prophesied, for he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks in tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. It's weird because Paul says, well the the spirit's the one who does it. Right. But I wish that you all did it. Right, so right. is he is he conflicted? Is he is he, you know, um make, making making way in which he's he's not bringing the continuity between the two? And the best way we can understand this is no, he's not. He's he's writing a letter to people, and he's trying to bring unity, yeah. and there may be confusion. You know, somebody over here may be saying, well, I speak in tongues. You don't speak in tongues, and since you don't speak in tongues, you're this or you're out, right? Oh, we good. hear this maybe yeah, today, today, right? Yeah. And so Paul is writing to a church that he loves, and he's trying to bring unity, and this is, I know we didn't get much into it, but that's what we're having to do. We need to wrestle with these scriptures and see that there's something here for us and yeah. to not get dogmatic. And and we need to bring unity and wrestle these things out together. Yeah, right? that's good. So we can help the kingdom of God flourish. That's good.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, unfortunately, guys, that's all the time that we have for today. Don't forget to check out our website. Check us out on social media, Truth, Truth Check Podcast. Yep. Um, we love you guys, and we hope to see you next week.